Ladies and gentlemen, live <laughs> from Daniel Sales Couch. Monday, Monday, Monday. Where's the bottle of You'll pay for the seat, but you'll only need the edge. What? Damn. Welcome to Scrubland. <sighs> cool. This I'm, is, I'm excited. We're, we're like casting, like we usually sit around a table. Mm-hmm. That way we can bang shit so you can hear it no. in your ears. And like bang beer cans So we can and shuffle shit. cards and whatever. Right. But today, we're casting on the couch. Yep. We're it's actually a- all lounging and relaxed and drinking beer and eating rolls. We're chilling. Chris Casby's putting Tabasco sauce on his on his roll. All right. I don't it, understand. It was, it was just bread before this. <laughs> I don't, I was oh, like, now, now it's a proper roll. I was roll. like, hey, right. man, I want a sandwich. And you're like, oh, there's some rolls in the kitchen. So Chris Burroughs' his girlfriend goes and gets his rolls out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, and they're empty. Beggars can't be look, Chris <laughs> Casby walked bread bread things. That like I, I can't even call it a sandwich because it's empty bread things. Right. I know people can sympathize with like you know your friend who just walks in your house and then falls asleep on your couch and then wakes up and is angry because <laughs> there's no burritos. <laughs> and you're just like, dude. Seriously, I'm trying to play moto here, yeah. and all you could, um, and and I don't and know if anyone's one thing leads to one thing led to another. He's he's kind of so, he's kind of he's big at least. I don't know. See. And before you know it, you're podcasting on the couch. Right. And before you know it, <laughs> I mean, this, the, this whole little situation. Right. They thanks were to like, Gatsby. They're like, "Hey, you ready to podcast?" I was like, "Nah." Was like, someone like, hand what? me a microphone. I was like, someone just hand me the mic. I'm gonna cast from the couch. Oh so everyone God. jumped on the couch. Yeah, our beer is awesome this week. It is freaking amazing. This I is a really this. good beer. We'll, we'll Are we just going to jump to the beer of the week? Can, no, we, just, can start we just start with the beer of the week? Yours right. is almost, you're almost done, dude. dude. This, I love, this is one of my favorite beers. This is done. You All right. don't even know it. So, so we got the Oath of Druids beer. Mm-hmm. I, yep. lay, this on, lay this on me because apparently you've drank it before. Uh, Dominion Oak Barrel Stout. It's like one of the coolest beers ever because like, uh, it's really chocolatey. It's really, it's really good. Yeah. It's got vanilla beans in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's good. And it's uh. it's beer that's made in oak barrels? Yeah, it is. It's that's just... different. Well, I mean, it's aged. It's not made... In... Well, okay, it's, it's not like made in giant steel like, sterns it's like in a factory beer. somewhere. Correct. It's like whiskey beer. Okay, it's still made in a factory. Somewhere. It is a lot like whiskey beer. Um, they actually have a double chocolate oak barrel stout that is also uh, debating, I believe. And the double chocolate, actually, you might just come in your pants. Immediately, <laughs> it touches like, your lips, and you're like, <laughs> "Do you remember the Jif uh, Jif peanut butter put out the like they were called chocolate sensations for a while? They used to have them when I was kids, and they it was basically just chocolate peanut butter. It, it was basically <laughs> just the insides of a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, that's awesome. except they put it in a jar, and they used to sell the jars were like full peanut butter jar size and they realized that was probably a bad idea because people were just eating it eating like, dehydrated yeah. the marketing <laughs> gurus the marketing gurus at Jif Peanut Butter were like Let's our nation's kids are getting fat enough fast enough <laughs> do you think that we could somehow add chocolate to this the answer is yes and they absolutely. were like absolutely well they started selling it in half size and then jars. everyone got fatter quicker and then they had to pull it off the market altogether. <laughs> that or it didn't sell well but I don't know I was addicted to that stuff you know they actually sell pre-made peanut butter and jelly yeah that's gross. gross that's, that's gross. really yeah it's a, well it's the same 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 premise same premise. No. Let's stick. You never had a chocolate sensation. Well, so. I don't know. I, I have n- <laughs> Nutella and peanut butter on my sandwiches. Oh, that's all the gross, time. though. That's what? amazing. Are you from Australia? Uh, no. 
actually Nutella no. tastes like it's cardboard. It's not fucking Vegemite, dude. Uh, <laughs> Aus- yeah, Australia is the weak version of where I'm from. There, actually. there is a like if if, I, if there's a grading scale, it'd be like A or A plus would be chocolate sensations, and then A would be peanut butter, and then like C would be Nutella, and then at the very bottom be Vegemite. Vegemite? It'd be an F. It's like not even peanut butter, dude. It's like vegetable spread. It's a it's like a bean cur- it's a bean curd spread. It is, yeah. Yeah. I totally right. forgot about cashew butter. I don't what is that's like a D, I guess. I don't, I don't what? Can you explain to me what that is? Cashew butter is like peanut butter except made with cashews instead of peanut. That sounds gross. Quite good. Wow. It's quite good. You're an idiot. Sounds gross. You obviously okay. I don't even understand. I don't even, I don't even understand how sometimes you can talk and just be like I'm not an idiot. <laughs> because I don't see how that would ever, like, be my my first assumption listening to myself talk if I were detail. You can't, no, like, I don't ever listen to everything I say. There's yeah, a, like, there's a, com- there's a complete disconnect between my brain and my mouth and my ears. None of others. You need to go speak to an ear, throat, something. Dog. I don't know. Right, no, we're done. We're Chris, done. Chris Burroughs <laughs> tried right, to get me sick last week. I did. I attempted. This is Scrubland Unplugged. Yeah. Right? You can't. <laughs> well, okay. I, I, do I don't even know if we're going to talk about point. Magic Cards. No. We, might just, we might just put this out as as a beer drinking <laughs> cast at this point. All right, whatever. Do you see, the, do you see this, this deer on here, though? Or is it, it an elk? It's, it is. Okay. It's, it, it's obviously It looks a like moose. an Oath of Druids. It's obviously a moose, but it's, it's Oath of Druids. It's clearly not a moose. Do you even know what a moose looks like? Moose don't have tiny little tails like that on the end. They don't have tails? They have tails, but they don't have tails that look like deer tails. It's a great sable stag. It is, uh, yeah. It's it's clearly not a great sable stag stag either. That guy's a little, that guy's chunky. You've seen that guy? It it is not the great sable stag. That guy's like the the pit bull of elks. The great sable stag. Well, he doesn't search up Inquilomithin, so. (laughs) What? We were. He also doesn't get blocked by Inkwell Leviathan. Whoa! I didn't know Inkwell. No, it doesn't block ever. It doesn't block ever. Why? Because it's uh, a Seven Eleven shrub. Sideways trample. Okay. So what? My great sable stag cracks in for the win. <laughs> you, Dude, you, you know you're right. Saw... He doesn't block because my great sable stag killed you. All right. Congratulations. I... Confession time. Guys, who finds Inkwell Leviathan with Oath anymore? What is this, like 2009? Right. Get out of here. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I was actually just thinking that is, uh, I have a confession to make. I've actually been paying attention to Legacy. Oh, and you traitor. I know. What are you doing? I just saw a whole bunch of really cool shit last weekend. Okay, I'll be on. I watched the finals of, I was like, oh, there, there's going to be M12 previews. I guess I'll stay up and, and see what, like, the first previews are. And, it's like, ah, oh, clicking around the internet. I was like, oh, the Star City thing's still still going. And Jake Van Lunen and and other guy, Joey, were right. were chilling. They're like, Yeah, we're gonna do the finals. If we're still on, I guess we'll I guess we'll, you know, run the preview too, and we'll tell you about that. And the match just dragged and oh, dragged. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a good match. It was Landstill versus uh, Agrolom. Agrolome. Which, which Landstill was it? Tundras or no tundras? Tundras. Okay. White yeah. Uh, I don't know. Game two just got dragged down where the guy, like the Agrolome resolves a choke mm-hmm. and then can't win still because he doesn't have a loam going. Okay. So the game takes an hour. Right. The, yeah. the game, not the match, the game. No, yeah, because you never want to make him, make him draw three cards. Yeah, well, it, it was just more infuriating because, you know, it's the finals and they're, I'm, 
Like, you can't even go to sudden death or anything. Like, I don't know. That's not infuriating. That's good magic. Have you have you had the situation where they're, like, trying to kick you out of the tournament hall? The end of the tournament? Uh, yes. It's so bad. It's pretty bad. That happens in Charlotte every time. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, we should... They've had to, they've had to move the tournament out to, like... You the, heard about, to like the bricks on front of the in front of the convention center. You heard about that one last like, year where uh, they like, took it back to the random hotel. random hobos walking by on the sidewalk, and they're like, "Hey, dude, what are you doing?" There's like twelve guys standing around under some street lights. He's like, "What are you guys doing? You selling drugs?" Like, "No, nah, we're playing the finals of this you know multi thousand dollar tournament." Yeah, out here on the sidewalk, you know, just chilling. That's pretty awesome. Except you went on really long for that story, and I hated it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was interesting. I'm just going to go back to my beer. I can't talk about beer in my mouth, so. Fair enough. What are you, what are you, Jazzy, you just gave him the most disgusted look of your, I've ever seen in your life. That's because he wants to make a dick joke. Make a dick joke. A dick joke? About playing magic on a sidewalk? I, I, have, the, I got nothing. God, I'm just throwing softballs to you. And Sorry. Whiff. I was just thinking about Necroticus with Buried Alive and Vengevine. Very cool, right? You're like the kid who misses in Wiffle Ball or in T-Ball. Like, you like you get all excited and you walk up in T-Ball and I bet you're the kid that missed. Nah, man. I'm the fat kid. I was the kid who slammed it out the park and then, like, rolled his way to first. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you hit it further than any other little kid, but you could still only make it like to first. Like Babe Ruth. <laughs> Whack! Make it first, like fish runner. <laughs> I mean, if the if the kids can jump over the fence, get the ball back into play, and you're still not the so second base. Work. I mean, in in t ball, it is. What? Yeah. That's why t ball is not a real sport. This is why it's not played in the Olympics. Uh, uh, it should be. Tell that okay. to my tell that to my niece. It should be. She's a kick ass t ball player. And they play with a wiffle ball, sure, so you can't really best. you can't really hit home runs with a wiffle ball. Not with that attitude. <laughs> yeah, not with that attitude. Exactly. <laughs> I'd like to see you hit a home run with a wiffle ball. Tell me about Necroticus. Get all exci- you're getting all excited about Necroticus. Tell- yeah, I want to hear more about this deck because I, I need to actually get to know how this deck check works. it out too much. It's uh, it's the Jerry T. Connolly little concoction that was going around a couple months ago with like Frexian, uh. What's it called? Frexian Devourer. Okay. And Triskelion and Necroticus. So, so they the ban- point- so they banned survival in the deck. So they just stuck around. Right. Well, kind of. Uh basically it's just uh Ken Adams revamped it with uh instead of since he we dropped the survival the survival of the fittest. He's still playing with the Fauna Shamans, and he's playing with Buried Alives and Reanimate. Yeah. Which seems really good. I mean, it's cute. So they banned Mystical Tutor, so Reanimator died, and then they banned Survival, <laughs> so this deck died. And, and then, then they, they just put they the put, two together! They put re- <laughs> I mean, Necrotic Goose is like a pretty good link for the two of them. Well, yeah, it's like, it plays, well, it's like, it's got four Venge Vines, and like, a couple of Blood Ghasts, mm-hmm. and then it plays with one Necrotic Ooze, one Devourer, and one Triskelion. Yeah. So you just play with, like, the combo in there is just, like, three random cards that you just go get with Buried Alives. Well, so that's been taking over Overextended as well, as all of the elf decks have Buried Alive Venge Vines as a, as a sideboard plan. It's all in the board, because it turns out if you just Buried Alive three Venge Vines, 
You and, win. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> pretty, pretty it's pretty good. good. Like, it's it's not unbeatable or anything. It, it's but a lot better than really the Benchline train in stand, standard with Fauna Shaman. Yeah. Because that's pretty slow, actually. You know what's really funny is thinking of, like, I just love looking back at old formats or, like, old standards and being like, yeah, this Fauna Shaman Benchline thing, like... That was kind of big for a while. Well, I went back looking like, for. I went. Out, I saw the deck and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna go find my buried alive." Right. So I went looking through my box of old stuff and then I found it right next to my four Ashen Ghouls and my four Nether Shadows. Yeah. Nice like, life. That deck was awesome. Yeah. I loved that deck. For those of you who don't know, you just buried alive for Ashen Ghouls and Nether Shadows, and you never have to cast a creature. Right. You just win. You play <laughs> mono black control and never cast a creature. Right. And then they come back and they're like, do, 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 swing for ones and twos. Uh, Ashen Ghoul's a three ones, sir. Oh, sorry. Ones and threes. Thank you very much. All right, whatever. I, I did see um, Nether. It, it is Nether Ghoul, right? Or Nether, Nether Trader now. Nether Trader's the one that comes back. Yeah, I saw Nether Trader's. And... Yeah, okay. So I, I watched uh, Manalist Dredge go off. Uh, I watched the Legacy Challenge before I left Baltimore. And uh, what's the challenge? The challenge is you enter for free, and do you see if you can win? No, it's ten bucks. <laughs> it's ten bucks, and you play for packs. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. you're right. They're running it like a it's daily. It's cheapo. Like you're yeah, su- you're supposed to run it like a four, like a daily. Like if you can four right, or there's something. Four lands or four. It's like four weird. Rounds. Like if you Sorry. win, if you like, you play four rounds, and if you win two rounds or more, you get product. Right. So they're basically just running daily events exactly. in person. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. And um, I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah, well, it, it was pretty cool. And uh, I got to see the guy who top aided Providence. Uh, he, he was playing against this dude who was uh, Manalist Dredge, and Manalist Dredge was like, obviously had no idea who he was playing against. And I was sitting there watching the match because I actually recognized the name. And the guy's like, I was like, you know, you should just run the regular version. You should just run the regular blue black version because the dra- grape shots aren't worth it. And uh, he goes, hang on a second. Uh, you really shouldn't tell me how to play my own deck. Uh, I really don't. I, I don't appreciate that. And he's like going on. And he's like, you know what? That's fine. So he does the exact same thing as what he did in Providence to that guy. That guy uh, in Providence. Uh, he we wrote this guy wrote a to- tournament report about his experience in Providence, and some guy was being a dick to him. So he was like, all right, you know what? Uh, he's like Storm Eleven, and he's obviously got the Infernal Tutor, and uh, he, he's. He could just empty his hand, play the Infernal Tutor, and uh, Tendrils of Agony his opponent immediately. And uh, he's like, no. The guy was like, why don't you just do that? Because I just saw you uh, draw that all those cards. I know exactly all the cards you just drew because of your uh, Ad Nauseam. Like, why don't you just kill me? Get your Tendrils. And he's like, no. I haven't stormed enough. So he storms all the way up to 20 and then Grave Shots his opponent. <laughs> and... <laughs> It was really funny. So I saw him do the exact same thing because afterwards we were talking to him. We were like, I thought you were, I was like, I thought you were going to Infernal Tutor for your tendrils and just kill the guy. And he was like, no, I didn't like the way he was talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty great. Uh, I don't know. I got to see that guy play in a, in a uh, crappy legacy challenge of all things. And then, uh, I saw his opponent in another round playing Manalist Dredge was pretty interesting. And, like, but you know what I find about Legacy is just because you have more powerful cards. Like, I literally, I've watched three Legacy tournaments in person, a lot of rounds of these Legacy tournaments. And I, just, I find that if you have, just because you have more expensive cards or own a better collection, it does make you a better player. I saw people making mistakes I wouldn't make in Limited. 
Well, that's the thing. Like we were talking about last time, Legacy brings out a lot of the kitchen table players. Right. It brings out the guys just that just like, want to play their cards. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, uh, I think I just have to start paying attention to Legacy now because I want to play with Jason Mind Sculptor. So I can't Who cares? again in Standard. I already had my cry fest over that about Standard. Tell me some sweet story from Baltimore that doesn't involve magic cards. It doesn't involve magic cards. I want to. I want to. How did you lose your phone? Yeah. Oh, that was stupid. I I went back to my room in the morning. Charles Chatham was like, "Hey, do you want your phone?" And I was like, "No, nah, this shit's dead. I'll just charge it later, and I'll just like when I go back to the room or whatever." Came back to the room, packed up, get ready to go, and the phone's gone. It's like not on the table anymore. I think cleaning ladies took it. So then you raise hell and kick and scream and yeah, obviously I went down to the lobby and kicked and screamed and I got this guy's business card and I uh, <laughs> blah blah. blah. Where, wait, wait, here's the, my business card. <laughs> give me a call. Oh wait, <laughs> wait, did did this guy work for the hotel or was he just some guy? No, he's just like some, just raging just, to anyone. Just raging this dude and I was like, ah, oh, you must have a business, right? Give me your card. You've got glasses. Come here. Right. This guy did have glasses. It was of course funny. he did. He has course business he cards. Obviously. Okay, we have business cards. You can get them at Kinko's. Uh, me and Chris Burroughs have glasses. Yeah, obviously. Um, and we're wearing them right now. I spent thousands of dollars to fix that problem, so. So three of us should Just be saying. wearing glasses Just and saying. we have business cards. <laughs> I mean, moving Eat on. Your bread, I'm better than up. you. Mo- moving I'm on. better than you. That's what I'm saying. What happened in Baltimore? Uh... You I sucked. went and got I, I got a fever before round one, and started feeling like crap. It's got, still one you round one. You got the fever? No, not he the fever. Fe- he got the magic fever. fever. I got a fever. Me. Him? Yes. He texted me and he's like, "Chris Burroughs just beat me." At, mm, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "I mulled a four on game two. He just kept he just kept singing Justin Bieber songs. He said something about having the fever. Who? And what? Who is this? Brian Etris? Oh, Nothing? um, nobody. Redneck wins. Yeah. No, he's playing vampires. He said he was playing Red Deck. Oh, Red Deck. The Red Deck guy was sitting next to me. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I he didn't was, see him at all. But like, I did chill with him most of the day. Okay. He was a good, cool guy. Jace goes ultimate. Baby, baby, baby. No? What? Nothing? Oh, the way that he had t- he said, I'm sitting at table one with Burroughs. I right. I thought gotcha. he meant with you. No. And then he said Burroughs won. Right. No, we, so, we were sitting next okay, to each other. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah, did, but we didn't we didn't get to talk most of the day. So you cool. didn't have Bieber fever. You're still on this. I mean, I have I've ignored you twice. I mean, I have Bieber fever. So yeah, well, yeah, I, I watched him get Bieber? shot. <laughs> you do. Yep. You you have the opposite you have of Bieber, Bieber fever. fever. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I, I watched the man get shot in that uh, NCIS. Was it NCIS or was it CSI? It was CSI, and it was really satisfying. Oh, I thought you said you Bieber. Oh. Bieber. I need to stop blacking out in the middle of conversations. I really thought you were like watch somebody get shot in Baltimore. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, well, because there was more thievery. I go- there was to more thievery. You on the thing that you've been pissing me off about for a whole fifteen seconds, and then you're like, "Huh? Yep." I I can't focus right now. <laughs> what is going on? I don't want to talk about magic cards. I'm trying my hardest not to talk about magic cards. Why? <laughs> this is a podcast of magics. We just I mean, we sorta. did all that brewing with fucking blue black control. Oh, yeah, it's real. What? Oh god. I think that deck's good now. What is it? No, it's not. Oh, he, oh you, you were... lost to goblins. No, we were okay. So we were sitting around like we actually worked on this new format and whatnot, and basically I just. Sitting there, every single deck I've built, I just find myself asking myself, 
why am I trying to play blue? What's the point of playing blue? I like my best blue cards are preordain and mana leak, and I don't know, like frost titan or right, spread, like spreading seas. There's yeah, no really like, obvious. Like I mean. <laughs> It, I, I feel like I could get the job done with other colors, and so I at one point. What just, other color spreading seasons other than black? Black, yeah, yeah really black. good. Oh, that's um, I mean, I told I already told people to make that deck. Relic putrescence, or what was that? Putre, evil, putrescence. Evil presence. What about putrescence? You should play putrescence. What? Yeah, It'll poison the hell out of them. Hell yeah! With relic putrescence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, that sounds awful. It's use, even no. I'm, oh, I'm just, obviously you just. Make something liquid metal coating. No, dude, yeah, yeah that Michael Rooks block deck. <laughs> Let's do that. I'm just gonna play Curse of Wizardry and then Mind Slaver them, and then Jesus. make them kill themselves. Christ, that's awful. That's I love it. Like, it, I mean, obviously they make Curse of Wizardry. That sounds good, right? Promo, right? It's got to be good enough, right? It's got to be a thing. I mean, I don't know why people haven't done that yet. It sounds good to me. It's like four mana and then. Six mana and then four more mana. Yeah, I. That's Shrine of Burning Rage. That new one. So good. I mean, that's quickly becoming my favorite card. It's so good, right? Yeah. Are you still on goblins, by the way? Yeah. Wow. The deck is nuts. It is really good. Everyone's just like, why don't you just play Cardotha right now? I was like, because I'd rather play a good deck. Right. Goblins is actually like potentially gets there. I don't think uh, it really gets there. This unless deck it's is nuts. sick. Right. I don't know. I just. It's nuts. So are we just looking at uh, aggro for okay. standard? Like, it well, just did control just die? I mean, even even no, LSV has been think, hyping up Hero think, Blade Hold and no, we can't Hero play. Blade Hold's pretty good. I don't think we can play anything, any creature that has less than a four butt right now, right? Because Valakut's going to start packing bolts and slag storms. Exactly. And the decks that aren't Valakut start, well, start I, their list with four dismember, right? Right. Right. Well, I'm going to be playing dismembers well, I feel like and pyroclasms. Valakut should be playing dismember anyways. I'm going to play dismembers and pyroclasms instead of bolts. Okay, so if you're Valakut, would you rather play dismember or bolt? Dismember, dismember. Every, every day. Okay, so. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that's bad or anything, but. I was, you know. More so slag storm was the issue. Right. I, I would even. Go I think so aggro decks beat. Can beat Valakut game one. I don't think they have much of a chance after, after they board in like multiple board sweeps. It gets ugly. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Pyroclasms and Dismembers. Like, man, I'm just gonna see if I can how many I can slip in. Literally, like, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna be hitting with Dismember that I even care about that I can't kill with a Pyroclasm at this point. Deceiver Exarch. Oh, true. That's, gonna, that's still going to be a deck? Yeah, it's a, it's a non-interactive combo deck that can kill on turn four. I mean, it's Fair th enough. those are just traditionally good enough. Fair enough. I mean, I feel like... Even though I don't get... Blue like, just lost its only card. I mean, Mana Leak is no no slouch or anything, but they're... It's a tad slouchy. Yeah. But, like, Preordain and Mana Leak are the best things happening in blue. Is that, like... Am I wrong? Like, why else this do I want to be pretty friggin' awesome? Why else do I want to be blue? <laughs> I like a Jace Balaren. Yeah, Balaren's really good. Oh, uh, speaking of which, what? Uh, we don't even get Jace Balaren back in M12. Yeah, right. We get this crappy mill card. I mean, he's not crappy. He's not. He's why the worst he... Jace. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't think he's crappy, but he's definitely worse than Balaren and Sculptor. Is he? Is he really? Yeah, he is. Yeah, like, it's just it's a personal howling mine. Basically, like. It it seems to me a lot like 
I don't know, Eon Chronicler. He lives a lot better than the than Bellerin. He doesn't come down as early, so I don't count him as a draw. Yeah, but spell, Bellerin but... comes back with Sun Titan, which is being reprinted. Right. Like Be- Bellerin was sick because he was just like it was like a fog that stayed on the table if I had Sun Titan in play. Right. You know? It was just like Oh, I draw cards and you waste a turn killing them. Then I swing, bring it back, I draw a card, you kill right. it. You know, it's just Yeah, it's a lose lose situation pretty much. Yeah. And but like sort of war and peace the new into the picture. Memory adept? Is that what Jace the memory adept? Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. I mean it's cute. It's all its power all its abilities are pretty stupid. Can you tell me what they are? It's plus one. You draw a card, they mill one. Or target player, so you, in theory you can mill yourself. Um What? I thought it was your opponent. Mm-mm. But um okay. the zero ability is target it's player mill 10 cards. mills ten cards. Right. And then that's actually it's, pretty exciting. Yeah. What's the minus on it? Is it it's minus, minus seven. Seven? Minus seven. Any number of target players draws, draws 20. 20 cards. It's kind of crazy. I mean, okay. I thought, like, everyone... I, Jason Mind Sculptor was just sick because it said somewhere on the card, draw three. Right. And this guy <laughs> says somewhere on the card, draw 20. Yeah, well... So that means he's at least, at least six and a half times better... Than Jason well, the sculptor. reason you make someone draw 20 <laughs> with a card that says mill cards is to make them die. So isn't the difference between like four mana and five mana about like six times the mana? I'm pretty sure like four is. No, the difference between four know, and five is, is not a big deal. The difference between big deal. <laughs> six and okay. seven is pretty. Huge. So I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, All wait right. a minute. Consecrated Sphinx is a may ability. Crap. Yep. What? Oh yeah. No. I was what gonna figure out a way. To concentrate things or something? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's exactly what you're gonna do. Huh? Bizarre, Jesus. bizarre trader concentrated sphinx. Let's get it going. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> Booyah! I don't. Know. I I feel like abyssal person. I I've heard a lot about this black deck, right? The the obliterator, like you play Spear of the Suns and you play Obliterator. Well, okay, that, the, people have gotten real excited about that. The, it wasn't playable when Mind Sculptor was in the right. format. Basically, the, the 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 idea for that deck was a whole bunch of people were like, okay, now Jace is gone. What's the number one thing you can play that you couldn't play because Jace was existed? And it was, a, I'm pretty sure it was Obliterator. Mm. I mean, before this last set it was probably like Cargan Dragon Lord. A lot of people have been speculating what? on that. People have been speculating on Kargan Dragon Lords coming back you, and being good. I think they were already all right. I think people just stopped playing them. Yeah, because Jace the Mind Sculptor killed them all. Made them irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of work for red decks to, to do to, to get... No, You're just right. Get, just get screwed. four mana. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, they were just playing Ember Hauler was better than that guy at, this, at that point. Well, yeah. And I mean, I don't think that red decks right now, especially like... Uh, a very aggressive red deck has room for Gar- Dragon Lord, but right. um, decks that are slow, like the slower, big reddish type decks. Yeah, oh, one in my fine. board. Yeah, it seems fine. It certainly reached playable status again. I mean, Dragon Lord was was at unplayable level. Yeah. Anyway, Obliterator. Obliterator, good enough. It seems uh, it seems good enough. I mean, there's chalice, a lot of, there's a lot of the answers. Sun. You can't play Everflowing Chalice. He costs quad black. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, just fear the suns. I mean, it, it's rough to get there, really. But I mean, you can back it up with Gatekeeper Malakir and right. And you can even play Mind Sludge because that's awesome. I mean, to be honest, like I I play tested some games against it. The games where they resolve turn three Obliterators 
more challenging, but not overly so. Right, you still have four turns, and there's plenty of ways to kill people. I mean, there were... Well, I, I could also just play, like, Go for the Throat or Dismember. Right. I mean, it wasn't going to just of those destroy me. exist, right? Yeah, so, I mean, the fact that they made Obliterator, I, I wouldn't... That, that card's, like, $20. Well, the whole point is to go turn one discard spell, turn two... Uh, two some sphere. kind of sphere and turn three discard spell. Yep. Turn four obliterator. I mean, yeah. it's and then sometimes and then just, you're like just you're swing. like oh I saw this Inquisition. You know what? I'm just gonna say let's just do turn three obliterator. Guess know. what? I got two obliterators in my hand, so seems, I don't care. Seems like out. you're seems like you're just presenting a bunch of threats to your opponent, asking if they can beat them or not. Right. Well, the whole because uh, I mean, if your opponent can't beat them, then uh, they, they they're the best type of threat to have yeah but i mean a lot of like times a lot of times like if your opponent's playing a deck that's real it sounds like they should have an answer to your, your obliterator which is your best guy right and then your backup guys are either a vampire shell or a or a black discard shell that like ramps into persecutors and grave titans or something like, like there are other ways you could take an obliterator deck but i mean i wouldn't bank on obliterator on turn three every game. That's just not going to happen. Right. And, I mean, what's your next bet? Like, is Nantuko Shade in this deck? I don't, I don't know. Like, I think Nantuko Shade is actually playable. I, th- I think, like, it sounds like people are going to try this deck. And I've heard certainly just heard a lot of hype. It doesn't sound real to me. So, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? I'm still thinking about Bizarre Trader. <laughs> okay. All right. If you Tower of Calamities, your own Obliterator... And, then and with Bizarre its ability Trader on the, the stack, stack, Bizarre Trader Tower of Calamities to your opponent, does he have to sacrifice 12 permanents or do you? He does. Yep. Really? Yep. Yeah. They control the damage source. Right. That's pretty sick. I mean... That sounds yeah. really awful. <laughs> Let's make... I mean... That's it, how you make your opponent sacrifice 12 permanents in standard. Is that or better? Is you that play Emrakul, right? Is that what? better? Who's got time for that? Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Is it better or worse than killing them with an immortal coil? I mean, oh, that's I, not, that, that. I mean, immortal that's not, coil yeah, is not standard. It's not legal are. anymore. But I mean, honestly, that sounds worse than the immortal coil kill. Hmm. Good I'll see what I can do. Hey, bring your balloon over here. I want to pop it. I thought you were talking to Mandy. No, no, no that's that's <laughs> that's you getting your balloon popped. Oh, you know, I'm not gonna pop my balloon. I can't. can't. He's Chris motherfucking Casby. Exactly. Unflappable. Unflapping. Unflapping. Alright, so basically the decks that we have to deal with in standard now are Valakut Variations. I think Tempered Steel is going to be a real deck. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of is now. Just the block deck? Uh, uh, the pure, pure Shield Paladin over... Yeah, that thing actually does exist. No, I've, I've, okay. Not only did Otwell talk about it last week, and then I saw it in Baltimore, and in Baltimore it did some crazy stuff. Like except not, top it, eight, it did not get huge, <laughs> but like I saw some people like really going off with that deck, and it was awesome to watch. I mean, um, it just seems like the, you have one thing you have to kill in that deck: the pure steel pals, yeah. Paladin. Yeah, I mean the the fact that they're also playing Marion Crusaders and other stuff. I mean, just any dude. Marion Crusader, I think, is really good right now. Right. Because everyone's playing Dismember. Right. Marion Crusader gets insane. Especially, like, literally, I think there is a foil to Valakit in that you can play four Marion Crusader. You can play uh, a whole bunch of 
uh, Feast of Famines because you can't tutor for them anymore, thank God. <laughs> and uh, I'd like, let's see whether you can. Not... Oh yeah, uh, Quest for the Holy Relic. Oh, Diabolic Tutor too. You know, let's just do that. Uh, excuse me, there was a real Quest for the Holy Relic <laughs> deck. Yeah, no, it was only half real. <laughs> I hated that deck. Yeah, it was terrible. I hated it so much I sleeped it up for a it. tournament, I know. Yeah, the green-white one, though. Yeah. The green-white one was actually playable. Yeah, it was. The mono-white one. Ted Benvines and Ponishamans. Chapin was like, man, 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 mono-white. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why is that a real deck to you? I think Chapin just does drugs. He probably does. No, he used to do drugs. Now he's sober, and that's the problem. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you remember Jund? Yeah. Uh, I hated that deck so much more than I hated this deck. You could, like, Maelstrom Pulse stuff. Did remember, you like remember that? Remember fairies? Yeah. I like Maelstrom Pulsing things. You were also a fairies player. What the hell is it that you don't like about this format? It's too consistent. <laughs> Derp. I don't like tutoring. See, that's the thing is, it's just as consistent as uh, the fairy, fairies deck. Except Fairy's deck needed to be more consistent on earlier turns. Fairy's fairies not draw was turn one Thoughtseize, turn two Better Blossom. Callblades, turn one Preordain. And you don't even need that to do turn two Stoneforge. Okay. Fairy's also... Fairy's had lots of plays that it could make on turn two. Right, but the only good one was Bitter Blossom. <laughs> always. Negative. In standard, it was always turn two Bitter Blossom that everyone was afraid of forever. I'm sorry. I beat many people with end of turn Spellstarter Sprite. So, just saying. Right. I did, too. When I played Blue-Green Fairies at States. Shut up. <laughs> but it was a lot better to play Bitter Blossoms. <laughs> I didn't even play Fairies in Standard. I played Fairies in Extended. I played Revelark in Standard. Oh. Uh, well, that sucks for you. <laughs> Revelark was such a maddeningly bad... Like, it wasn't no, even it bad. Was... It was just, like, awkward. It was so awkward it had a win. It had a winnable Fairies matchup. It wasn't particularly... Good, but it had a winnable fairies matchup, and it absolutely crushed everything else on the field. Right, it was the, it, but it, it, it had a difficult fairies matchup, so that's why it didn't like win everything. all the time. Right, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was it's like Valakut. Oh, it absolutely crushes everything except the best deck. Except the best deck, right? I mean, I'm not saying it was the best deck, but it was a deck I really enjoyed playing. That's something um, I, I I'm thinking about the next format. Everyone's like, uh oh, now Valakut's going to be big bad boy, but I don't know. I don't know if Valgate is unbeatable. I think it's completely beatable. I mean, I, I'm just waiting for the metagame to shake out and see that. I mean, I think Valakut's the best deck. I mean, the fact that everyone plays Dismember just, now, it's like all of my creature ramp is now basically dead. And they just go back to the old plan of explore and to cultivate. That's Harrow is still legal. Kozilex or... Whatever. I'm going to go back whatever to Eldrazi, Eldrazi and spawn cultivate is legal. <laughs> get lucky. Yep. Just, just avoid. Just go. Oh, you just play Vines of the Vastwood. There we I go. I mean, the best, the <laughs> best thing you can do in blue right now, honestly, I feel like the best thing you can do is spell pierce. If you, like, if you just can spell pierce Valakut, it causes a lot of problems. It's one of the reasons Valakut stopped being so good, other than all of the other factors. I'm going to assume the, that one of the people best stop things... playing blue and go back to Green Sun Zenith and just <laughs> ramp out turn three kills every That's game. why the person who plays blue with spell pierce is going to win. Woo! And then I'll, I'll just board traps. It'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, board traps for their spell pierces? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yep. Right. No, if they're playing spell pierce, they're playing Manalik, right? No, sir. No, just spell pierces. I mean, Mana League. Is what, what's that? Do? I mean, screw that. That's just what Blue is good for. Mana right, League quest, Mana League costs twice as much. 
<laughs> no, times and a half as much. Colorless doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, yeah, colorless count don't count. You sack El Drowsy spot for that. Right, I have right, my, right, right. No, we're just playing Grand Arbiter of Augustine. Obviously. I don't even know Love what you're... You're card. just making words no, up. No, that card is cool, man. He makes your mana leaks cost you. Yep. Uh, and he makes, it makes and white he, and blue spells cost one less. And he makes your mana leaks cost Colorless less. one one you. Right, and your, your spells har. cost more. I mean, you're just going to lightning bolt him and, you know, we'll move on with our lives. Um, I think that there is a Tezzeret deck. I think that it's built around... Uh, spell stutter sprite or spell stutter sprites. Spell, spell skites. Yep. Um, I think that's wow. it's a four of. It's interesting. Four spell of Tez, four of spell skite. Um, make him a five five target me every turn. That's pretty I mean, awesome. just you just play with something else. I mean, Tezra's just too good to be. Tez might ignored. still just be there. Yeah. Like that guy, just he's got card value all over him. He's like Garrick and Jace kind of mixed together, with just worse versions of each of them. Right. But I guess similar enough that both the abilities are like pretty strong. Are we gonna get the new? Are we getting new versions of the other Planeswalkers too? Of Garrick. That remains and... to be seen. Yeah, I hope not. A... Garrick, Garrick well, you is perfect. The, you heard about the fiasco, right? What? On Salvation, there was two fake cards. There was fake Chandra, fake Garrick. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, but that always happens. No, but you should have heard those abilities in Baltimore. A whole bunch of people were like, "Oh my God, you see the new spoil cards?" My friend, who's a moderator on Salvation, texted me, and this this was insane. So I heard about this card, and I was like, "This can't." I don't know if this is like, my friend, who's a moderator. Yeah. Right. Awesome. I mean, really reliable source. No, okay. No, no. Well, who, well, <laughs> what happened was my friend, who's a, mod- who's a moderator, saw. The things online, not not and act- then they not actually, and then friend, they text I, you. This this sounds like the right. original post of some fake ass card. Okay, so the the cards <laughs> the cards were awesome, right? Listen to this, Garrick. This imaginary Garrick is a uh, three colorless, two green. Uh, it was plus one target creature gets plus three plus three and trample, uh, minus X green sun zenith, and <laughs> minus three. Uh, Vindicate, except without hitting creatures, because it was creeping mold. But um, it was a four loyalty when it started out, and then the Chandra was one red red. It was a uh, two loyalty planeswalker plus one uh, falter minus X creatures you control get plus X plus O minus one uh, deal two damage to target creature and two damage to that creature's controller. And these these cards sounded really good, right? Chandra like, sounds very. Like a real card. Right. The, both of those cards sounded like they could potentially have existed. They were pretty Not cool. Not Garrick. Not Garrick. Garrick sounded way fucking powerful. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. They just sounded really good. But they're not real. They're not real at all. Oh, well. I was really excited about it, too. Um, I can't imagine them making a third unplayable Chandra. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if I they make the a new Chandra, be it's because... They're like, oh, we're sick of making Chandra unplayable. Well, I like Nalar. I liked Nalar. I would have Nalar is very... If she shocked, if just she just shocked with a plus one, that'd Nalar, be really good. What? That'd be too good. Nalar is very base no, set. She seems like a very she still base wouldn't set kill. card. She's not in, she's not insane and she's not like ultra playable or anything. But when the format's small and it just rotated and like sometimes you just needed that guy, like Jun to play it sometimes or Red would play it sometimes. Right. You're like, I don't know. How about we play this Chandra? Because like, like, what else do you play? I don't know. I guess this girl. <laughs> Hey, are there any font of mythoses in uh, Overextended yet? <laughs> He's like, I got 20 bucks on the line. Yeah. It's, it's pretty soon. 
You, you, I haven't built it yet. It's not going to happen. It's not even going to be good. That card's like 70 cents on Moto. It's got to I don't, I don't know if I can make that kind of investment. It's, it's got to do some kind of... It's got to be posted online because Pixar Tell didn't the happen. story you told me earlier today. You're like, oh, I bought all these cards for this deck. Like 10, 15 bucks here, 10, 15 bucks there. I dropped about $55 building decks for overextended. Oh, jeez. And then and he was like, oh, I need a worm coil engine for this deck. And so I, I basically was just unwilling to purchase worm coil engines for four and a half tickets because I needed two more of them. And I was just, I, I had drawn $64 the, is so much more than 55 I had just I had just drawn the line, and so instead I'm playing a trinket mage because you got to have a trinket mage. Oh, yeah, because you uh, know. I played an Eon Chronicler, and you know what? Those things are not like a worm coil engine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those don't do fucking those Ali Andrazi played a fucking uh, Elixir of Immortality in Legacy. Hell yeah, he did. Okay, that, that card's hero. good. Dude's a champion. That's my hero. I mean, Elixir's, just, Elixir's a really good card. Guy just played multiple lands a turn and just took multiple turns a turn. <laughs> Because that's a statement. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, it really kind of almost makes sense. But <laughs> only because you said it. <laughs> All right. So we already talked about the beer of the week. So well, let's just go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, we're already, time. We're already, we're already on work. the couch. No, we're already on the couch. Let's just take a nap. Yeah. Uh, this is getting awkward. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> I mean, we're already on the couch let's together. Just, the next step is let's just cuddle. And yeah. then the step after well, Mandy's already cuddling. I mean, we got some we got some blankets and stuff. So, I mean, as long as it happens under the blankets, then it's all good, right? Right. And as long as you don't like it, you're not gay. <laughs> it's only gay if you have a boner. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> yep. I'm going to go get a boner. (laughs) This this has been episode number 45 of the Scrubway Podcast. (laughs) See you Uh, later, guys. Hang on. What? Love you, fellas. Oh, 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 Facebook? Oh, yeah. We have things. Okay, we have those things. Yeah, Facebook, Scrubway Podcast on Facebook, and Scrubway Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Booyah. Find us on the internet. All right, now we have to edit the whole thing, man. Be great. We have to start (laughs) over. (laughs) Start the damn thing over. Bye, Andy. You look fine for a whole time. <laughs>